All thy works shall praise thee, O Lord, and all thy saints shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy power, to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and thy dominion endureth through all generations. Psalm 145, 10-13 You are listening to My Religious Struggles, the podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 2 of season 3 of My Religious Struggles, the podcast, where you are joined here with myself, Francesca, and my co-host, Kennedy, to talk all things struggles with religion that's the name of the podcast um we have started and embarked on a brand new topic um uh, all about dealing with change um if you listen to episode one um last week you would have heard us mention and introduce the topic of change um so just for a quick recap kendy can you just tell us very quickly what we can expect from this um new series in the podcast and also do your greetings i went straight into there without giving you an opportunity to do your <laughs> greetings Please, now, greetings. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. Happy New Year to those of you who are joining us. We are delighted that you have joined us once again. We are dealing with this concept of change. And one of the reasons why we are dealing with change is because we have to. It's, it's inevitable. Um, and many times we are afraid of it because it's the unknown. And so mm-hmm. we are, our objective is to help you to know and understand the dynamics that are going on as far as change is concerned. One of the things that change also brings with it is, the, 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 is grief, grief. And so we'll deal, we'll deal with that. We're, we're going to look at the problems. We're going to look at the prospective of change. We're going to look at the process, um, prerequisites, preparation for change, provision for change, um, products of change, participate in change, position of change. So we, there's, there's a lot we're going to cover um, in this series. And so s- stick with us. And I'm sure you will learn some things concerning this aspect of change and be ready to deal with it. We're ready to take it by the scruff of the neck and shake it and then move on with the life. Fantastic, fantastic. Sorry, I just had to mute myself there because I was moving around and I wanted you guys to focus on what Kennedy was saying. Okay, so today's um, topic, um, today's episode is all about problems, um, the problems with change, the problems uh-huh. with change. Um, one of the things that I noted um, that you said last week was all the topics that we're going to be covering um, in regards to change starts with a P. Hmm. I hadn't even realized that. Um, I hadn't realized that when when we when we uh, when you put together the outline um, for this series, I hadn't realized that. So um, it, it it all starts with P, and so today we're going to look at problems, problems with change. So let's let's get started. What are some of the problems we encounter okay. with change? There are many of them, and so let's see if we could we could deal with them um, individually. Our greatest dilemma when it comes to this aspect of change is that we were not designed for the many changes that are taking place in our lives. What we're experiencing now, we are created for eternity with minimal change. And whatever change that took place, we saw, like in Adam and Eve, they saw the benefit of it. And we'll we'll look at that in a minute. But because of sin now, we have to go against the design, God's original design for us. See, we're always trying to get back to who we were when we were originally created. Interestingly, um, we want to get back to perfection that Adam and Eve had when they were created, as we see in Genesis 1, 26 to 28. And so we crave that desire. We actually want to be like our father. Mm. That is God, our father. Mm. 
Mm. Um, Paul captures it very beautifully in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18 when he says, But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. So there's in within us, because of sin now, this desire to want to change back to what we were originally. Mm. That's very interesting. That's very, so one of the things, based on what you said, one of the things I realized, um, or that I'm, I'm remembering, is actually we serve a God who is, would you say we serve a God who is unchanging? Malachi 3 and verse, Malachi 3, 6. I'm the Lord God, I change not. That's why you sons of Israel are not consumed. So because we are, uh, we want to be like God. Uh-huh. And it's our, want, it's our wanting to be like God based on the fact that we were created in his image. So it's it's in us to want to be like God, basically. Yes, yes. Right. But sin, sin came in and messed it up. It mm. messed up the process. So because of sin now, we have to, we want to, to go back to the original. Got it. Yeah. So then therefore change is, is it makes sense that change is foreign to us. Of course. Oh, of course. Yeah. That, that, that poses a very big problem with change. <laughs> yeah, yes, it does. The other challenge that comes with it, it is so constant. Uh, the other problem we have is that it's so constant. It is. Uh, we have yeah. changes in seasons. We have changes in weather. We have changes in time. We, have, we change our jobs. Electronically, when we buy a product today, it is already obsolete. Mm. So, so, so added, to, added to the change now, we have not understood and we have not been taught about the transition. So that help, helps now to add more, more fuel to the fire in terms of us struggling when it comes to this aspect of change. Right. So you mentioned this last week as well in relation to the um, to the transition, focusing on the transition. I'm really actually interested in 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 that part. And I know we're going to be talking about um, processes of change and things like that. But I'm really interested in this idea um, that the, the change for us, really, the change isn't the problem. Right. Where the problem lies is the transition, basically. Yes. So. Yes. With change, there's a discomfort. Uh-huh. Um, and I think that's where the problem lies with, with yes. it. Yes. And our, our, another challenge, another problem is that we then begin to focus on the change. Mm. When the change has already taken place. Right. And there's nothing you can do about it. It has, It's already done. Right. Change is always past tense, like we said mm. last night. Mm. So while you're focusing on the change itself, you're not dealing with the other issues that cut, that come as a result of the change, which is a which is a transition. Right, right. Change is always past tense. Past tense. Change always. is always past tense. Wow. I think understanding that because a lot of the times people can encounter change, or when they're faced with change, your instinct is to try and change the change yes. basically or you think or you this feeling like you know what there's something i can do to stop to stop it or um you know and i think that that's that's quite a, a huge problem with change actually <laughs> is that we 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 almost never want it to happen right um and it's it's 
this feeling of your of your chasing the wind almost trying to stop it from happening um instead of as you said focusing on the transition and leading into that change so if change is not if change is not uh um if it's normal for us to be um you know so anti-change right because of the image in whom we are created right the, a god that changes not yes right uh-huh. is change a good thing very good thing change is a very good thing it's a necessary we just read in second second corinthians 3 and verse 18 where the apostle paul says we are changed from glory to glory the ironic thing is that we are trying to change what has already changed mm. and we can't change what has already changed. Mm. Um, and so we need to learn to embrace the change. Right. And again, because of our lack of education, we want to fight change. We're always trying to fight change, mm. even though the change is already. So let's take the children of Israel. The children of Israel left Egypt. They were slaves down in Egypt and they wanted to go back down to Egypt. They want to reach, they wanted to, to, to change what has already changed and go back to Egypt. And right. they began to paint this glowing picture of what Egypt was like, which was false. Mm. What, what they actually was saying is, and that we need to learn to admit so that we don't have to deal with, with, with trying to change the change is that we need to, to, to admit to ourselves is that, we are trying to return to back to that which we are accustomed to, that which we are normal, that which we know. Because when the change takes place, we are in the unknown. We have never been down this road before. I don't care what change it is. I don't care if it is a similar change. You have never been down this road before. And because we have never been down this road before, we feel lost. We feel out of place. We are afraid. We are fearful. And that's why you're not going to deal with the transition yet, because we need to understand the concept of change before we can talk about the transition, because I don't want to add more, more confusion to it. So we're going to stick with understanding change, the basics about change. And once we've done that, then we're going to get into the aspect of, uh, I know you're anxious to get there, and a lot of people are anxious to get there, but we have to understand this concept of change before we can actually get to the transition. So once we get that down pat, then we're going to deal with the, the, the transition. So I've got one more P, um, another P that I want to ask you about mm -hmm. um, today. And that is the pace of change, the pace of change. <laughs> one of the problems I have with change is uh -huh. that it can happen so quickly, so often. Yes, yes. Um, it, so it, it can seem, or it feels like things are constantly changing all the time and you don't have time to really settle into that thing, you know, how things have changed before you have to, um, you know, uh, get ready for something else. Yes. And that's a major problem with change. Yes. Uh, and by the way, um, let's put it in context. Uh, do, you, do you know of a relative um, that is 80 years old? Uh, when we think of that person, 80 or 90 years old, look at the changes that were taken place in their lifetime, the invention of the automobile. Uh, the aeroplane, radio, um, television, um, antibiotics, x-rays, lasers, space space flight, and internet, nuclear power, the bomb. It's enough to boggle our minds. And, you know, I used to think the same way you're thinking. As a matter of fact, when I was writing this book, um, um, Understanding the Process of Change, um, and why we're afraid of it, 
I discovered um, um, as, as Coates, there's a guy who wrote um, um, this this book on 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 no, no blog on 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 change, mm. and he was making the point that change doesn't happen as quickly as we think it happens. Mm. Our challenge is that we're not we're not paying attention to what's going on. So in the 1980s, for example, when, when the internet moved from 20 nodes to 80 nodes, um, we did, nobody took note of it. But when it, at the same time period, when it moved from 20, 20 million to 80 million, then all of a sudden we're excited. Mm. Even though it is incremental, the changes that go is not exponent, expo, 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 um, exponential. It is actually incremental. We were not, it's like a tortoise in the hair, for example. We don't, we don't worry with the tortoise. But when mm -hmm. the, hair show, the, the, the hair shows up because he's fast, that's what we take notice of. But so change, because I believe the God that we serve is not a God who wants to surprise us. Okay. And so he would give us, he would give us, as we go along, so for example, a thing like death, <clears throat> I'm convinced and convicted that God will always let us know when we're going to die. It's too important uh, a, a date in our lives for God not to let us know. Interesting. And that's the kind of God he is. So what God does for us is that he changes us from glory to glory. If you read Second Peter chapter 1 again, you're going to see that God keeps adding to our faith. Um, um, temperance into temperance, knowledge into knowledge, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So God is into incremental change rather than than <laughs> rather than this drastic change. So when you look at the electronics, for example, and you look at the radio, and you look at at, at, at the computer, we had all these things since 1975. Right. The computer was around since 1975. Uh, um, uh, picture in picture has been around since the 1980s. Now we have we have developed it. But we, we didn't take note of it back then because only a few people had it. Mm. But now, I mean, thousands upon, well, millions upon millions of people, we could do what we're doing now because of that. But yeah. it didn't just happen instantaneously. It happens in increments. So we need to understand that pay, the pace of change is not as fast as we've been led to believe. We have missed the incremental change and we only see the big change. Right. So that makes sense. So one of the things that, for example, as you're saying, like, and I was trying to think of, of, of examples of where maybe the pace of change was pretty quick. But even in those examples, um, when I think about it, um, when I think about it, I'm actually seeing that there were steps to that yeah. that I didn't even pay attention to. Exactly. Exactly. Very good. Very good. So, 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 so when we begin to understand that, for example, let, let's look at let's look at at, at um, creating this, this podcast. This podcast was created way back since um, 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 two three years ago. It started since two three years ago, but here we are now. What we are seeing is us on the screen, and we think that oh, it happened. No, it it didn't actually just happen because. 
it took some planning. It took some, some work. We have to invest in it before it actually comes to fruition. So when we begin to understand, therefore, and we look back in our lives and see the changes that have been taking place in our lives, if we examine it carefully, we will, we will discover that God was revealing to us, showing us all along that he was going to, he was going to, 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 um, to perform this big change in our lives. So if you look at the children of Israel, for example, Look at the children of Israel before they left Egypt. God was preparing them long before they actually left Egypt. So when he when, when Moses, for example, was performing the um, those miracles, all those miracles were laying the foundation for the children of Israel to leave Egypt. So, so the, the changes in our lives, if we examine those changes carefully, we'll discover that God was revealing to us all along that there are some changes that are going to take place in our lives. Even with our conversion, same thing. And, and I think I think sometimes what, what our downfall is, is we don't pay attention. No, we don't. And no, not we don't. Attention. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 but there's so many things to, to distract us, though. Mm. Mm. And, and so... That's why we need, to, when it comes to change again, another problem with change is that we have to make choices. Mm. And we have not been taught how to make choices. And so, for example, with our children, it's easier to tell people what not to do rather than what to do. Right, right. And so we haven't trained our children how to make decisions. And so when they go out into the world because we didn't train them how to make um, choices, then they end up falling on their faces. Because we told them what not to do, but we didn't teach them, okay, here is, you have a scenario. Okay, let me just start with our children at a very early stage, for example. Putting out um, two or three dresses or two or two or three suits and telling them, okay, which one would you like to wear? Right. Simple little things like those, giving them the, the, the pros and the cons. So if they begin picking the same um, 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 dress oh, or the same yeah. suit all the time. You have an opportunity to explain to them that's not the best thing to do. This is not the way life operates. Here is how life operates. So it gives us teaching moments um, um, for our, our children. And now when they get into the real world now, because they have choices, they could decide what change it is they prefer and therefore make the decision based on information rather than just deciding, you know what? I don't want this. And so there's not, they didn't think it through because they were not taught how to go about thinking through. Well, uh, very interestingly, I didn't even realize that we do this. We, we tend to give, sometimes, um, give our children some choices in, in certain things. So we would say to them, you know, do you, would you, okay, they'd ask for some juice. Yeah. Say, okay, you can have some juice. Do you want orange or apple juice? Or right. here are three choices. And one of the reasons that that ended up happening was to help build their vocabulary and build some of their skills, um, it wasn't necessarily in the context that you're speaking where we're trying to teach them something, but inadvertently that's what happened. Yes. So they now, um, you know, first the exercise that we were, we were asked to do with them was try and see if you can get them to choose between two things. Yeah. And then increase the number of things that they're choosing from to help build a, a skill basically, right? right. Um, and I never realized as until now that you're speaking the importance of teaching them to have uh, a choice. Choices. Um, yeah. I've got one more question mm -hmm. and it's for us to tackle one more P and it's something that I um, 
yeah, I want to know what you mean by this. Prospectives of change, prospective of change. What does that mean um, as it relates to what we're talking about? Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, it comes on to, it ties in beautifully what you're talking about now in terms of, of choices. Mm. So, so you begin to, to look at life, you begin to, to make some decisions concerning um, change because mm. there's some things we have control over, there's some things you don't have control over. And so in making the choices, um, you look at, again, your perspective, you look, you look at the, the future, you look at how is this going to benefit, how is this going to help me in, in thrusting me, not just into my, my present, but how is it going to thrust me into my future? Mm. So we look, we look at those things. Okay, so for example, um, in choosing this, 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 what are we going to do next? Because uh, we dealt with the concept of discipleship, because we talk about the kingdom, because we talk about these variety of subjects, it mm. means before that we have to make some changes in our lives. Right. And so, so when you look at, at, at that now, we decided that this is the best um, topic for us to be dealing with now because is going to help us with the, the decisions we have made in terms of the changes that we want to make in our lives. So we're now getting perspective as to what is in the best interest, what is not only in my best interest, what is in, my, in, the, in the best interest of my family, what is in the best interest of the community that we are a part of. And so we take ourselves out of the picture and we begin to look at other individuals. So it's just the prospects that you want, the, the prospects that of change, basically. So looking at change, as you said, from a future point of view, okay, this change is happening. What can that mean? Yes. And are we is, are we looking at the positives of that? Or yes. are we doing up pros and cons? Right. Again, when we understand um, 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 choice, though, the decisions we make, the decision making, the, cho the choosing that we, we, we decide we, we, that we want in our lives. Yes, we, we'd be able to look at the pros and the cons. And that's why decision making is so important. That's why giving choices are so important and why we're given the different choices so that we now begin to get perspective as right. to what direction we want to go. Interesting, interesting. Right, so we're going to, we're going to, um, to close out here. Uh, I just want to close out by saying um, this has been very interesting been very interesting so far i like the i like the the tone or the way that we we this this series is taken um because you said this at the beginning but it's just something that we don't speak about it's something that we don't speak about your your learn your taught sorry to um either just accept change or to deal with it just you know just but you don't under necessarily understand it, understand it. Yeah. you are taught sometimes that it's your fault Right. There's a lot of things around it without really understanding the topic of change and its purpose, you know, in, in our lives. Yeah. So, um, so I we run from it. So we, we literally, we literally run from change. We do. run from dealing with change, not running from the change itself, but running from dealing with, dealing the, with the, change. change because we don't, we don't understand the dynamics. We don't understand what's going on. Fantastic. Next time we'll be looking at, I believe we'll be looking at the grieving process, which is yes. something that I'm super excited about. Um, <laughs> a couple of years ago, maybe about three years now, Kennedy um, spoke to me about grief and I, it, my mind blew um, on, on, my mind was blown. Um, I never understood. You associate grief with, with death or funerals. 
um, but understanding that it's a it's an everyday thing, I'm interested to find out how it ties in with change. Um, so thank you so much, Kennedy. It's been an absolutely fantastic episode. Um, and we will see you guys again next week for another episode of My Religious Struggles, the podcast. Thank you.